Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. to have a positive faith attitude to everything in life. That's what we're talking about, Colin. Yesterday you explained that we can be accepted if we believe in Jesus. Today we're going to talk about faith and the kingdom. Yes, we need that faith to know that we are fully accepted in the beloved, in Christ. Now, Jesus came with the good news of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, of course, is not a place but it means the kingly rule or reign of Jesus Christ. So God's purpose is for his kingly rule and reign to be established in the lives of men and women here on earth, which is why Jesus taught us to pray, may your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We could uh, translate that, may your kingly rule come may your will be done uh, on earth as it is in heaven. So when we are born again, we become part of God's kingdom. We are taken, Paul says, out of the dominion of darkness, where Satan is the one who has a dominion. We are brought out of the dominion of darkness and brought into the kingdom of the son he loves. And he said, the kingdom of God is not over here or over there, but the kingdom of God is within you. Now, what does that mean? It means the kingly rule of God is within you. So what Jesus has done for you as a believer in Jesus Christ is to put his kingly rule and reign within your heart and life. Now, what does this mean? It means... Uh, that we need to have the faith to believe that we can live under his kingly rule, that he can express his kingly rule in our lives, and he can express his kingly rule through our lives. So I like to put it very simply like this. We live under his reign. He reigns in us, and he reigns through us. Now, this is a great and wonderful privilege. What does it mean to have a positive faith attitude when it comes to the kingdom? Well, it means that you believe that you have this kingdom life, that God can express his rule and reign in your life and through your life. Now, when you believe that, it has profound consequences because it means that you no longer regard yourself as a victim of your circumstances, but God can exercise his rule, his reign, his authority, his power through your life to affect and to change the circumstances uh, in which you are placed. However, for this to be real and effective, we need, first of all, to be submitted to his kingly rule or reign. If we are submitted to his rule, then he can rule in us 
and he can rule through us over sickness, over pain, over need, uh, and so on, over all those negatives that afflict us. So the first thing that we have to understand is that in being the author and perfecter of our faith, God gives us the faith to live under the rule of Christ. So what does that mean in practice? It means that Jesus Christ wants to rule over me day by day. Now, he doesn't rule over me like a despot. He doesn't manipulate my life. He doesn't make me do his will. But he wants me to be willingly submitted to what he wants me to do with my life, to what he wants to do through my life. And this is true for every one of us who is a Christian. So it's a voluntary submission, but it's in our best interest. It's a voluntary submission, and Jesus says that that submission comes out of our love, that if we love Jesus, we will obey his commandments. How do you express submission to the will of God? By obeying him. Uh, what is disobedience to the will of God? It is rebellion against his authority. And rebellion doesn't get a very good press in the scriptures because it is as the sin of witchcraft. So it's very important that as God's people, as those who are born again, we willingly, lovingly submit to God's will. How does he express his will? Predominantly through his word. The Holy Spirit, Jesus says, is the spirit of truth who will guide us into all the truth. He will remind us of what Jesus has said. The Holy Spirit's job, if you like, is to continually put the word of God before us so that we know what the will of God is in any given situation. If we learn to be sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit in our lives when we pray and even during the normal course of, of daily life, then we will be aware of the voice of the Spirit, of the voice of God leading us and guiding us no matter what situation or circumstances we're in. It's not just a question of saying, Lord, I believe you to change the circumstances but of listening to what the Spirit of God is saying to the scriptural truths that he places before us so that we know if we act in faith and obedience to those words, God will change the situation. Let me give you an example. He says when we pray that we are to speak to the mountains of need, of opposition, whatever those mountains may represent, but we're to speak to them and command them to move. Now, he doesn't say that we have to move them. He says they will be moved. But it's important that when we speak to those needs, that we believe in our hearts that they will be moved. We don't doubt the faithfulness of God. He will actually do what he has promised to do. But he doesn't move the mountains until we speak to them and until, until we speak to them in faith. Uh, sadly, there are a lot of church people that never address their problems. They never speak to their problems. In other words, they never obey the word of God. They never obey what Jesus tells us to do when we pray. 
when they pray, they're asking God to do things and God to change the circumstances. And often Jesus is saying to us, well, why don't you use the authority I have given you? You are to speak to the mountains. You are to command them to move. Why? Why does he put it that way? Because if we're submitted to his rule, then he can rule over the mountains, but through us, not, not despite us, but through us. He wants to exercise the life, the power, the authority of his kingdom in our lives. He wants to see that authority being exercised through us. So if we doubt, that undermines everything. It undermines our faith. It undermines any answer to prayer we might hope to see. Well, doubt is the, is the enemy of faith. And it doesn't mean that we're always in perfect faith all the time for every situation in which we're placed. That is, if you like, the ideal at which we are to aim. But Jesus is the author and perfecter of our faith. And I've discovered that it's very important to be totally honest with God, not to say, Lord, I believe, I believe, I believe, when actually you're full of unbelief or you're full of doubt and, and uncertainty. I've discovered it's much better to say, Lord, you know my heart, you know my mind, you know that I'm struggling in this situation. I'm really struggling to believe that this particular need can be moved in my life or the circumstances can change. So I ask you to forgive me for my unbelief. I ask you to forgive me for my doubts and my fears. And I thank you that you are the author and perfecter of my faith. And so I ask that your Holy Spirit speaks a word of faith to my heart to take me out of this place where I am now into a place where I'm fully trusting you in this situation. Now, I found that if you pray like that with that kind of honesty, God, of course, first of all, forgives you for the unbelief, but then he does indeed speak a word of faith. The Holy Spirit would take a word of Scripture, declare it to you. And you know, when you hear what God is saying right in the middle of your problems or of your circumstances, then that changes your whole perception of them because now you begin to see the circumstances, not through your fears, not through your doubts, not through your own personal inadequacy, but you begin to see those circumstances as God sees them. You begin to apply what he says to those circumstances, and that changes your whole perception. It changes your attitude. It changes, actually, the faith way in which you view what is going on in your life at any given moment. So I think this is a very, very exciting thing because you don't have to condemn yourself to remaining in any negative attitude. If you acknowledge your unbelief, if you acknowledge your fear, if you acknowledge your doubt and inadequacy, and you ask God to forgive you, then he can take you out of the negative into the positive. And instead of trying to battle through the situation with a whole load of, of negative uh, feelings and thoughts, God takes you into another level where now you see things as he sees it, full of positive. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 